So throughout this month and going into the middle of September, I'm going to be uh, pre-selling a new program that I'm launching. It's called Pod Academy. The goal uh, is to help you learn how to launch, grow, and monetize your dream podcast. So if that's something you want to learn more about, more information about, uh, just head over to podsimply.com slash join. That's P-O-D-S-I-M. P-L-Y dot com slash join. Head there, uh, enter your name and email, and I will get in touch. We can have a conversation about it, and I will explain how it works. So that's podsimply.com slash join. Let's get into the episode. In this episode, we talk about the role competition plays in helping us to do the things we know we should do. Get excited, because this is Tiny Leaves. Big changes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, I want to dive into the role competition plays in our lives. It's something that I've been thinking a lot about lately. One of the things that I realized uh, as I was getting older and and moving out on my own and and sort of being an adult and becoming an adult uh, is that there is a stark difference between the availability of competition when you are young versus when you're older, when you're an adult. And it's so interesting to me because there has been a lot of research to show that competition helps. Competition allows us to push further and do more. And so it's so interesting for me to notice that, hey, there's really not many opportunities to create that competition in our lives as we get older. And so that's something I wanted to just sort of discuss and break down on this episode and create a conversation around. And so if you want to join that conversation, head over to Instagram, find me at Greg Clunas and uh, send me a DM or comment on a photo. And let's, let's talk about this. Let's talk about how you weave competition into your life and how uh, competition plays a role in your life and your ability to pursue your goals. And, and so one of the big things I wanted to sort of discuss was this idea of how to make, uh, how competition affects us and, and how sort of it works. And so I want to read sort of a, a longer quote. This is coming from an article on frontiersin.org. Uh, it's, it's pulled from a journal. Uh, so it's a study they did. And uh, I'm just going to read a section here and then I wanted to sort of discuss it. So, quote, social motivation has been defined as a drive for a particular goal based on a social influence. Although research has examined correlative relationships between competition and learning, few studies have examined how the presence of a competitor directly influences motivation, effort and memory. In Berguilo, which is a a study or I believe that they did back in 2010, found that implementing competition-based games in a classroom improved course performance. So let's pause there really quickly. They found in 2010 that implementing competition improves course performance, which I know that if, if you were one of those people that you know played sports growing up or uh, performed or, or did really anything where you were put up against another 
kid. Uh, for a lot of us, that competition forced us to do better. We, we wanted to come out on top. We wanted to win and therefore we pushed harder. We, we stayed more focused and we, we got things done. And actually, uh, the most successful classes I've ever had growing up, whether it was in middle school, high school, college, uh, the most successful classes I was a part of uh, were the ones who sort of created this faux competition. Of course, we weren't actually going against each other. We were sort of competing with ourselves. But you created an environment where you felt like you wanted to outperform the person next to you. And that forced you to do better. And this seems to be backed up by this study. Back in 2010, they found that implementing competition-based games in a classroom improved course performance. Now, let me continue with the quote here. So, quote, one might therefore assume that competition may directly improve some aspects of the memory process, yet it is unclear whether competition directly affects attention, effort, or memory, end quote. So I'm going to pause there for a second. I want to make sure that we discuss this last part because they have yet to prove whether or not competition, although it does increase performance, does that have a lasting effect? And, and so does that affect our ability to remember things for long term, the attention that we're uh, we're putting onto something or the sort of long term effort once competition is no longer there or, or going into the next round? And uh, they have not quite proven that, but they have found that implementing competition based games in a classroom improves course performance. And this is largely the thesis behind any competitive video game. Uh, So just to uh, keep things a little relevant, I'm personally obsessed with Fortnite right now, which I know many of you or your kids probably are as well. Uh, It's sort of the game that has taken the world by storm. I'm, I'm obsessed with it. And the reason for that obsession, the reason for that, like heads down, grinding it out, trying to get better is I want to be able to compete. I want to be able to play against the other people that I'm playing against and have an actual shot and not just die immediately. And so as frustrating as it is when I lose, that frustration just sort of boils into me pushing harder and going more and and playing more often. And it pushes me to get better, which I eventually do. And then the game starts to be even more fun. And, And so this idea that competition in a classroom does the same thing, I, I see no reason why that wouldn't be true, right? I mean, if, if you are competing against the other people in your classroom and you lose that first time, but you're able to use that loss as and that frustration as fuel to push you further, all of a sudden you are working harder, you're staying later, you're doing the, the uh, more work, all for this end goal of winning. Now, what they're questioning is, does that have a long-term effect? And they don't know yet. Uh, So I'm going to continue the quote here really quickly. Uh, Quote, recent research has shown that the presence of a competitor can increase physical effort over both short and long durations. Competitiveness has also been shown to increase physical motivation, such as motivation to practice a sport. And and so that's the end of the quote there. Uh, But all of this makes sense. I think all of this makes a lot of sense. When you have someone that you're competing with, and, and especially if you are the type of person who thrives in that competitive environment, you end up wanting to push more, go further, go harder, focus more, give it more of your attention because you want to come out on top. 
Now, what they haven't proven is whether or not that has a lasting effect on our ability to learn or our ability to uh, remember things or, or whatever it is long term. But here is my argument. Here's the big reason for this episode. For our purposes, I don't think that matters. I don't. I think that if we can create an environment of competition around the things we know we should be doing, then all that really matters is that short-term benefit of us showing up and doing it and going harder. Because at the end of the day, us doing it is going to create the long-term effects that we're looking for anyway. And those long-term effects stick around regardless of whether or not our motivation is still there. And so if we can create a competitive environment for the beginning stages, we can get ourselves to actually do it and go ham and just work. And then we'll create the long-term effects. And by the time our motivation uh, goes down or our, our uh, effort goes down because the competition either isn't there anymore or it didn't have the long-term effect, whatever it is, by the time that stuff goes down, it doesn't matter. We've already created the result. We've created the habit. We've uh, gained the skill. We've lost the weight. We've started earning more money. Whatever result we were looking for, we have now created during this sort of heads down competitive push. And that's one of the big things that I actually love about video games. And I'm actually going to start talking about uh, the role I think video games can play in our personal development more often. So uh, if you're a fan of video games, keep an eye out for those episodes. But that's one of the things I love about it is, for example, with Fortnite, I play pretty regularly. Uh, And side note, if anyone here plays and wants to play with me and see how terrible I am, we can do that. Send me a DM on Instagram and I'll give you my uh, epic name. But I play pretty regularly. And I lose pretty constantly. And that frustration sucks. But because there is this competitive environment to it, I want to work harder at it. I want to do better and I, and I want to win. And, and the end goal is gaining those skills, is improving the social relationships with the people that I'm playing with, is giving myself a, a thing that isn't work-related to do. Um, and so even if... In the long term, my effort goes down because I am I'm no longer in a competitive environment or or whatever it is. It doesn't matter because at the end of the day, I'll still get those results. Now, I started this episode by sort of talking about this idea that as kids, it's much easier to be placed into competitive environments. When we're going through school, a lot of classrooms are set up that way. When we are doing extracurriculars, a lot of them are set up that way in sports, uh, performance, track, whatever it is. uh, It's so easy to get into a competitive space. As adults, it gets much harder, at least in the U.S., Yes, we can do rec teams and that sort of thing, but most of us maybe don't have the time for that or we just don't want to prioritize that. And yes, theoretically, we're competing with our coworkers, but it's not as direct. It's not on the nose and straightforward. And so it's sort of it's abstract. It's hard to get into. And so the big question is, if we know that competition can benefit us by helping us to work harder in the short term to create those long-term benefits, how do we then bring competition into our lives as adults who don't have as easy access to it? And the big uh, takeaway, I think, needs to be 
using the people next to you who are working on those similar goals and as much as comparing yourself to others is not always the best move creating that environment of friendly competition if you and your best friend can start your workout goals together and stick to it together then all of a sudden you can compete with each other, you can compare results, you can learn from each other, and that'll push you both up much faster. And this is the same idea behind things like mastermind groups. Yes, a part of it is you have access to this network and you're connecting with people and that's awesome. But another big part of it is looking at where you are in comparison to everyone else. I joined a mastermind group recently for my business and I was and still am at the bottom of the pile in that mastermind group. But I will say that meeting with them every other week and uh, learning about their businesses and how they've done it and how much further they are has pushed me to move up and to get better. And it's working. I'm doing much better in my business than I was even just three or four months ago. So I think this episode really was just more of a discussion on this topic. I wanted to start that discussion and I'd love to, love to, love to hear your opinion on it. Uh, I don't know that I necessarily have a lesson, but I will say that I think if we can all start to think about the areas in our lives that we can start to uh, specifically create more competition for ourselves... I think that we'll, we'll put ourselves in a position to start executing a little bit more and a little bit harder and put in more effort and give it more attention, at least in the short term. And as we know from the philosophy of this show, if we can do those things, we'll get the results. So consider this just another tool in your toolbox that you can utilize to help you actually take action. Create some competition for yourself that might push you through. And so with that said, I hope this has been valuable. I hope you've gained something from it. Uh, if not, feel free to let me know on Instagram at Greg Clunas. Send me a DM. Be like, Ayo dog, this was stupid. If you loved it, be like, Ayo dog, this was awesome. Either way, I want your responses to start with Ayo dog because why not? And uh, if you want to learn more about Podcademy, my new membership program to help you launch, grow, monetize a podcast and learn the digital marketing skills required to turn that into something, head over to podsimply.com slash join. That's P-O-D-S-I-M-P-L-Y dot com slash join. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Be sure to subscribe if you haven't already. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.